You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Welcome back to episode two, Ahanu, of our discussion of your meditation that you had and the chakras and the original split and the separation and guilt and punishment and the chakra system. It was quite a quite a quite a ride. Action-packed first episode, Ahanu. It was, absolutely. And we did keep you in suspense. And the reason we did is because we were going through the experiences of the various lower level chakras and their meaning in the bigger scheme of things. And as we came above the heart into the truth, we wanted truth. We wanted to speak the truth. We wanted the integrity of the truth. We wanted to feel truth coming from our partners, our loved ones, our families, our our society. And then as we, we left with the experience of the third eye, and in the third eye, uh, I did uh, tell you that it was about me in my meditation, in that experience, seeing. But what I was seeing was, I was seeing the fallacy of all the rest of that that I had experienced. Seeing the the stupidity of it all, actually. Like, not that any experience is invalid in any way, don't get me wrong, but at this level of the all-seeing eye, as it were, I could see that... I could have just gone here in the blink of an eye. I could have just come here out of creation. Why did I have to go down into the, the fear-mongering and the distrust and the guilt and the killing and the consuming and the dinosaur experience and the war-mongering? Why, why, did I have, why did I have to go through all these different levels of awareness when I could have just been here? So I could see a sense of futility with the whole thing mm. from the third-eye perspective. But also I could see the glory of it all. I could see the amazing creative power that we have to actually make all of what was illusionary real. Every bit of those experiences, in our minds, every bit of those experiences, every experience of what I've just described to you, as we live it, is real. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Well, it seems real. If, from the perspective now, when you come to the third eye, you realize, wow, that was one fantastic illusion, one fantastic creation that we all created out of an impulse of our desire to experience. So there still was this little element of, okay, I can see that, but I still can't see the full unity of it all. I still have this little element of distrust because when I open my eyes, I still see third three dimensions. I still see punishment and guilt and suffering all around me. Mm. So it must exist. Mm. So therefore, the separation happened again. And off we go in that Kundalini rise again, separating into the divine male, divine female, the black and the white, the up and the down, the, the different impulses of desire until we come back to the crown chakra at this golden flash of, of white light. Sounds contradictory. Golden flash of white light, as it were. Full of full of power, full of potential, full of glory. And there the sense of fullness was coming back into unity. As soon as that happened, 
my eyes went back to the warrior. I could mm. see the warrior now that this full realization had come into play. The warrior holding the scepter, which originally was a specter, a falseness, proceeding from the heat-oppressed brain, as Shakespeare used to say, now became the real scepter. The scepter was real. He was holding on to a sense of power in his own will, in his own strength. And he came and placed that scepter into my body so that it ran the full length where the bottom of the scepter was at my base chakra and the top of it, which was a beautiful crystal, was in my crown chakra and it embedded itself deep into my pranic tube. In other words, in the center of my body, my physical body, was now running this scepter of light. A beautiful, pure channel, a tube of light running up to the perfect crystal of unity at the top. As soon as that happened, I recognized all the people in my ancestral line who were fallen but not defeated, who were carrying the energy of the guilt and the shame and the loss and the, the lost battles and some victories and temporary situations in time. I could see all those relatives of mine, grandmothers, grandfathers, all the way back, but I could see it as if it was for the entire collection of humanity. I could see all these thousands of people coming from all quarters, front and back, top, bottom. They were coming out of everywhere and nowhere, all to feel, to touch, to put their hands around this scepter of truth, mm. to put themselves around this connection between what's been going on in these dimensional spaces all the way back up to the unity. They wanted to touch it and experience it. Mm. So I could see them all coming. And mothers and fathers and grandfathers, and they all came, every relationship you ever, every sexual relationship, every possible combination of relationships, all came to feel it. There was a sense of hesitancy, I remember, Inge Rose, like, is it for real this time? Mm, boy. Is it for real this time? Mm -hmm. Or are you just going to hand us a specter again? Mm. Are we just going to grasp at straws? Are we going to grasp at something mm. that's just a shadow? Mm. But in that moment, they felt, saw, and experienced truth, and they grasped the scepter. Every one of them. Oh, like how the thousands of people can fit their hands on it, but you know, in that space mm -hmm. they can. Mm -hmm. so they all held on to this, and suddenly they were rushed down into the base chakra at the bottom of the, the scepter, and whooshed into the bottom of the scepter in a tunnel of light that went whooshing. Talk about thrust. Whoosh, this white light all the way up through the chakras, out through the top of the head into this amazing light show of crystalline perfection. Mm. It was the most beautiful thing I ever saw. Mm. But just before the last one got up there, and it was, there was a little straggler, <laughs> the last one to go in at the bottom of the scepter, the last one to enter into the tunnel of light was my own seven-year-old self. The seven-year-old boy, the inner child, mm. the broken off piece, mm. the piece that was lost and disconnected mm. from various incidences and experiences. Mm. The last one 
and he went into that light and he went up my kundalini, up my tunnel of light, up my shaft of light, up my chakras. But this time there was no longer the waves of separation. There was no longer that you go this way, I go that way, I don't know where you are. None of that. This was just one tunnel of pure, perfect white light all the way to perfection at the top. And that now is my understanding of what chakras are. That's now my understanding of what Kundalini is. It no longer should be separated. It is actually one perfect line of white light all the way to the beauty of God unity. Is there anything else you want to say about that, Angel Rose? Well, we just talked for a minute about the hesitancy to choose that, uh-huh. to choose to go back to unity, because we do have we do have these parts of us that want to have desires filled and want to have experiences, and really the decision to go back to unity is you have to be willing to be done experiencing. Yes. The separation you have to be willing to you have to be done with it. You have to be done with it. And so every time you come into a lifetime and you, you go through a different level of consciousness or chakra experience, if you will, or sometimes you stay in the same level yeah. of consciousness. Because sometimes there's a lot to be gained from that particular chakra awareness, yeah. that that mm-hmm. that uh, environment, those circumstances surrounding that impetus of that chakra energy. But, you, but the whole thing really is a journey. It's a journey back home. And yeah. I think that we need to understand that that's really what what was given us yeah. as a mechanism to get us back home when we forgot. Like a, as soon as we created time, a solution was created to help us get out That's of time. Right. Now, here's the very important lesson that I got and we both got out of this. And that is that when we talked about this journey back home, it seems like a journey. It certainly seems like hard work. It certainly seems like it's a lifetime after lifetime. Yes, you go through these lifetimes of experiencing and, you know, you make Mm -hmm. some progress and you you try your best and you fall down sometimes and you fall into guilt and distrust and, you know, Mm -hmm. and you come back again around. And that opens a whole other discussion, by the way, on reincarnation and death and all that. But we will deal with that another time. But it means lifetime after lifetime after lifetime of work and struggle. And right now. Angel Rose has been a student of The Course in Miracles for a lot of years, and we're talking like maybe 25, perhaps even 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we run a little uh, Course in Miracles course here each week where, from where we are. It's a study course. Uh-huh. It's a study course, yeah. But out of that comes the truth of the unity consciousness that it's based on forgiveness. Now, let's deal with our uh, 3D understanding of what forgiveness is. Because if we knew what true forgiveness was, according to the Course in Miracles and according to our understanding now, we would be back home in an instant. Mm -hmm. We would not have to go through these lifetimes of experiences, through this Kundalini separation and back and through all this illusion, as it were. We would be back home like that. So explain, Angel Rose, what the real understanding of forgiveness is. Well, forgiveness is really when you're ready to see that it's an illusion, number one, and that the dramas that we encounter in this world are not real, and that even if we've been victim-victimizer in specific lifetimes, all of that's an illusion, and we're just playing a 
a 3D game of illusion, really. Okay, so forgiveness, the reason we don't get out of out of the illusion, Nahano, is exactly because we've developed a false sense of identity now um, called the ego. So basically we forgot what unity was like. And we want to, like the dinosaur, we want to preserve our ego, yeah, our sense our, of identity, our, identity. Our, our sense of false identity. Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to wake up a little bit and realize it's all an illusion, but you also have to be willing to be done with desires. Yeah. And there's no judgment around that, I have to say. You know, Source has not judged us for going off and playing in the dimensions, for separating. Yeah. I think that originally we just didn't realize what the consequences right. of going off and focusing in one direction would mean to the unity. Okay, and I think that uh, because it's our own perceived guilt that now we're not in the unity, that we now fear. We have fear now. We have fear of being punished. We have hesitancy about going home. We have a perception that it's annihilation instead of unity. Okay, so, you know, this is the reason why people reincarnate so many different times, why they die in each lifetime. And, you know, death is only the result of not deciding to go home. Right. So as long as we want to stay in the desire universe, um, we will not choose to go home. And every time we don't, we'll make sure that we die so we can come in again. But the forgiveness forgives all of that. Forgiveness, it's not just right. a question of somebody saying to other, oh, you did me wrong, so I forgive you. Or you, you right. went off and slept with this woman, that man, and yeah. you know I, I forgive you. But there's still that kind of sense of, well, I'm not going to give you my whole heart yeah, now there's still. No trust. Because you know, I forgive you, but... Right. Yeah, it's not so that kind of forgiveness. It's not that kind of forgiveness. No. When we talk about the forgiveness that Angel Rose is speaking of here, we're talking about forgiveness all the way up through the chakras, all the way through all the experiences, all the way through every possible experience well, and deed that was ever done, all the way. Right. What we're, what we're perceive, what we are forgiving is a false sense that we did something wrong, or that anybody did something wrong, or that we're guilty. We're forgiving guilt. The idea of guilt, because the idea of guilt does not exist in the unity. Yes, and in doing that, we now go back to the beginning of our story. We are also forgiving time. Mm -hmm. Time dissolves. Right. There's no need for time, Mm -hmm. because the illusion is forgiven. Mm -hmm. So there you are, folks. We're going to leave it there. That has been a tremendously powerful uh, experience that I wanted to share with you and Angel Rose insisted that we bring it to you because we hope it will be of help to you and we will be continuing on our journey it has it has caused us to relook at a number of courses that we're going to be putting out in the future and they will be happening pretty quickly and the reason they're happening is because there's a higher motivation there's mm-hmm. a forgiveness motivation behind it all and this is what we want to bring to you so stay tuned thank you and bye-bye You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.